Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Copy podcast. My name is Ran. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. There was not an episode last week, because... (laughs) Covid decided to uh, bulldoze its way (laughs) through once once again. Uh, Welcome to the, welcome to the group. (laughs) How do you, how do you feel (laughs) now you've had it? Um, I literally can't taste anything, so... That would be nice if I could taste things again. So there's no episode last week, but you do have an episode this week, which it's all good. I'm really excited about this episode, actually. And I can't really remember why we got onto the topic of it, because this was not the episode that we'd planned. But I'm, I'm excited to, to talk about it because it's something that we haven't really like properly dived into despite the fact that we've both said we're excited for this part of season four yeah considering as well we actually said so behind the scenes stuff here we actually said we're not going to make season four episodes for a while because there's nothing else to talk about um and there is what we will say for this episode is a possible minor spoiler warning if you've not kept up with anything online or anything at all um just bear in mind there may be a few things that we're talking about that I don't think we've. I don't think we're going to do too bad, to be honest. I think we're keeping it as neutral as we can, but just as it, just in case. Um, so we're going to get into that today. Before before we get into that, there are places where you can find us and listen to us and all that kind of thing. And those places are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible.com at Hawkins Do You Copy. And then you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast. And then on Tumblr and YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy. And if you maybe went onto your preferred search engine. And typed in hawkinsdocopy.com. There might be a little surprise. There might be. Um, and that surprise is not completely done yet. But there is a fun landing page where there you can have a, a look at that. There is a landing page. <laughs> so if you want to slip your uh, email address into the little bar that may or may not appear on hawkinsdocopy.com, um, you can find out when the landing page disappears and that would be really really great we're excited we've wanted to do a website for a while and we just never did (laughs) i don't think um but we are now so 2022 the year of websites um anyway so there is a question of the week but we'll get into it in a little bit actually so in this week's episode we're going to be talking about a part of season four that i think most people (laughs) don't have a clue how it's going to fit in not properly um so this is this mysterious psychiatric hospital that victor krill and peter ballard are working at or living in but flip the ways around so we know this exists because it's in their character descriptions it was kind of mentioned we presume in season one as like a one-off thing um when penhurst is mentioned by Lucas and then it's kind of been forgot about for the entirety of the rest of the show's run until the character descriptions of season four. We also don't officially know that it's Penhurst. No. It which is which is an interesting one. First of all, Penhurst is a psychiatric hospital not in Indiana. Like there is actually a another psychiatric hospital in America, I can't remember what state it is now off the top of my head, called Penhurst. But officially, Peter Ballard just works at 
unnamed psychiatric hospital and Victor Creel is an inpatient at unnamed psychiatric hospital. Unofficially, if you are someone who maybe looks at pictures online, I am not one of those people. Of course not. Unofficially, it is bad. Yeah, if you know where to look, apparently, at one point, weirdly... Could have changed. That was that was pre-Covid, to be it, honest. Exactly. To be honest, it, it probably has been cut from the show at this point. Um, <laughs> there, there was a picture, maybe, possibly, of a gate. To be honest, that might not even be season four. That could be... Literally not. ...a random TV show or or anything, to be honest. Um, but that, that's what everyone's jumped to. So this is kind of a storyline that I think... It's very mixed in its opinions on whether it's going to play a big role, whether it's not. I think on IMDb, one of those websites, it says that like Victor Cruel and all that accredited, or Victor Cruel especially, is credited for I think like one or two episodes, which seems weird because he, don't quote me on that, but I'm sure that's what it says on there, um, which is weird because we obviously have 003, yeah, 003? Um, yeah. All, yeah, all about him. Um, so we put out the feelers on on Instagram. If you are not following us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at Hawkins Podcast. We have a lot of fun. So we asked, first of all, um, in our question of the week, what role do you think the psychiatric hospital is going to play? Um, so we had, we, I used to think it'd play a huge role in season four. Now I think it's more of a setup for Carew and his story, as well as Peter Ballard. I think Nancy and Robin notice something off and go to investigate. Um, leading to the cruel house and the big bad in Hawkins and that kind of thing. Um, and we'd spoken to a few people about this um, as well. Some people were saying that they think it's going to be quite a big part. Some people say it's not going to be a big part. So poll out. I said, do you think the psychiatric hospital plays a big role? The options were yes, definitely. And no, it's a red herring. And I could very excitedly um, reveal the results of the poll. I was going to say live on air. It's not live on air. It's a pre-recorded live on air. Um <laughs> 58% of people think yes, definitely is going to play a role. That is not what I was expecting, you know? No. What do you think? Um, I did just look at IMDb and he, I couldn't find the exact total, but he is definitely not credited for very many. I don't know. I... At first thought that it was going to play a big part and I thought that it was going to be something that like we were going to see quite a lot of. And then obviously kind of the, the plots of season four just kept growing and there was just more and more that was happening. Um, the fact that they've made a whole teaser about it, I think, throws people off because you think, well, it's going to be a big thing then. But is it? Could it be a big thing in the same way that, like, I can't think of, like, an example now. But, like, I, I just don't know if, I just don't know if it's going to be. But then maybe it's the asylum that's not a big part and the characters are. Hmm. Like, okay. or, like, different things. Like, I'm, I'm just intrigued as to why, why we have a whole trailer about it. But then there's just so much more of the plot that I don't know how it's going to tie in. So if you had to lean one way, though, just first what's coming to your head, red herring or it will play a part? I'm going to say it will play a part just because I think it might play a wider part in future. Okay. In maybe like five or like season five or something. 
Yeah. Okay. I think it is all a red herring. Um, like a complete red herring. I think that I kind of agree with that response we got. I think Victor Crew is going to be used as a tool to set further things in motion. Um, That's kind of what I mean. I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's literally going to be a one-off episode, and they will go there at one point, and it'll be like, okay, now let's go elsewhere. Um, and I think the only reason they're going to go there is because they have heard something is going on or it's like a presuming it's nancy and robin we just jump into conclusions there for no reason at all um, how would we know that um presuming it's them that's going to go i think it's going to be either a project or something like that and nancy being nancy is on to be honest robin being robin as well it's like let's yeah. pick something dramatic because yeah maybe things have been calmer in hawkins for a little bit and I mean, obviously, with the buyers and everything moved away, it's kind of like, well, things are calm, and it's almost a thing of don't really want to live in calm anymore because we've been so used to like high stakes things. So it's the case that they picked them and gone off that way. I think, I mean, if we look at 003 as a teaser, clearly upside down stuff has been going on there for a while. But it's funny because 003 isn't even the asylum. No, it's, it's Victor Creel. Like, I feel like the asylum as a place is not going to be a part, really, at all. I don't really think Victor Creel is going to be a big part. I don't. I think, as I said, I think Victor Creel is literally going to be the tall friend. I think 003, we think it's about Victor. It's not actually about Victor. It's about the upside down stuff that's going in the house. Yeah, because he didn't show up at that house acting the way that he's acting once he's in the house. No. So whatever is in that house, upside down stuff, is is that thing. That's what's wrong. And the fact that in 003, we don't see them, we don't see people go into the asylum to find Victor Creel. We see the party minus Mike and Will and Elle, but plus Steve, Nancy and Robin, uh, going to the house. They're not looking for a person. They're looking for the, the, the ties to what we already know which is the upside down and the stuff from the upside down. So the question I think more is that what we're sort of not talking about as much is why is the Creel house got that connection? Because even it's not even called like Victor Creel or anything. It's called the Creel house. The focus is on the house. But we're thinking of what he is going to play as a person, the role he's playing as a person and the role that the psychiatric like facility is going to play. But we're not focusing on the fact that all signs point to the dodgy house. One of the first pictures we ever saw was that clock. All signs clock pointing, in the house. Yes. <laughs> but one of but one of the first stills we ever saw before we had any type of trailer was that clock. Yeah. And that clock is in that house. I mean, clearly the house is attached in some way to if it's upside down or lab kind of business kind of thing. But why? Why that house? And why has it not been addressed before? And also, why does no one live in it? I know, like, yeah, it's probably like, it's probably like the house um, on Neobolt in It, where no one lives there and you go in there and Pennywise is in the, like, cellar in a well. But like... That sounds almost exactly like what it is, actually. It wouldn't surprise me if it is like... 
the Creole house is that creepy house that no one lives in because something horrible happened there, so no one lives there now, so all the weird stuff goes down. It would like it would be like again, like Fear Street. Like the the, the actual the books Fear Street. It, it is a street. Um and it's not spelt fear as in F E A R. It's fear as in Sarah Fear. It's her last name. It's I think it's like F I E R or F E I R. Um, and that street is like the haunted street because Seraphia was the witch and she did this. I just think, do you think it's that? Like, do you think it's like no one touches the Creole house because of the the awfulness that happened in the Creole house and no one can go there? And then people, whether it be lab or whether it be something else, has been able to use the Creole house as like a base. I wonder if it was something pre all of that. Like, if we think about the six comics, um, for example, and how people have already got powers and then they're taken to the lab in that sense, I wonder if it is something in that realm of existence or, and I think, I think I said it when we talked about 003 already, that going back to dreamscaping, mindscaping kind of idea thing. Um, and it's not a time travel thing, but it's that kind of thing of setting things in motion. So like Krill House had to happen for then this to happen, to this to happen, to this to happen. And I know we said about the mind flayer <laughs> at one point doing its own thing to make its own existence occur. Yeah. Is that the kind of thing that's happening with the Creel House where Could that be. event had to happen and that's why that clock's there and that's yeah. why the time is always three. Um, and then, I mean, we're assuming that number Interesting one... Interesting that the clock's at three and it's zero, zero, three. It is, but it's also at three everything. Is it three and zero, zero, I, two? I know it is, but it's interesting that the clock is in the house and the house... The house teaser was the teaser number three. Like, the Duffer Brothers are the Duffer Brothers. That was intentional. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it kind of ties into the Mind Flayer as number one kind of fair thing. But to take the Mind Flayer out of it, let's put Vecna's name in instead. <laughs> um, unless the Mind Flayer and Vecna are the same thing. Just from a different period of time in something. I... Still quite like the idea that different numbers or different powers correlate more to a different creature. Or like different... I think I briefly mentioned this before, but like L is predominantly like linked to demogorgons and like that sort of that thing. But then... Will is like linked to the mind flayer, and it's like do different numbers have like a different control over the the thing that they're linked to? So is something to do with that house and the people in it? Are they linked to Vecna? Yeah, I I think it's number one. I think it is number one related. 
I oh yeah, no, do. I think it's number yeah. one. That's what I mean. I think it's number one related. So I think does that house have something to do with number one? And number one is really like the because it's number one and was the first one is the is number one's thing Vecna. Do you know that's mm. what I mean? I think yeah, I think that's what yeah. it is in some sense. However, that happens. I do, I do wonder if what we're seeing with Victor krill isn't necessarily it's not you know like we said before where things are happening in dreams and yeah you're seeing things and it's kind of living in that sense and it's doing that yeah i wonder if that is what's happened with victor krill that he is kind of seeing this because you've got the music dream a little dream playing i think in the he background. went insane i oh is this okay so robert england said that he it's not really a spoiler, we've said it so many times, and he said this himself. He gouges his eyes out um, for some reason. That's my favourite interview for season four already. Yeah. Like, it's like he says it so casually. Season four. <laughs> Literally. But he says it and then he's like, oh, spoiler alert. And I'm just like, if that was any other cast member, it would be such a big thing. Because it's Robert England, everyone's just like, yeah, it's Robert England, it's fine, isn't it? He's allowed to say whatever he wants because he's Robert England. I wonder if this is what he's seeing all the time yeah i so, think so and then he gouges his eyes out in a what to try what and stop then? himself seeing what we're seeing in zero zero three exactly so that's like oh that's what i mean so yeah like he sees himself go to the house he sees <gasps> himself kill his family sees all this happen and that yeah. he keeps seeing that and that's why the clock is in the house because it's like you keep Aww. seeing this and so he's like if i can remove my eyes i don't have to see what i'm being shown over and over again that's really sad. Yeah. That's because what I think might be happening, maybe. It's sad to think about to think about it because obviously he's gonna be in there because it, it's gonna be that he was deemed like insane essentially. Had to be, yeah, essentially, yeah, exactly. But when you know that it might have been that it was because he was like possessed or something else happened, like plot twist, he is number one. And we've been thrown off this whole time. He's not. He's not. He is absolutely not number one. He's absolutely not number one. Sometimes we don't even have to humour things like, no, it's not. (laughs) No, no. Um, But yeah, the the fact that he wouldn't have had any control over that and then he has to like relive it and be deemed as an awful person when it's something that literally the town... It does make me wonder though, um, when we were saying before about the house and it just being like that house, you know, like the house on Neobolt, the Fear Street, that kind of thing. It does make me wonder if um, it's kind of... They've gone down the route of like stereotypical horror um, sort of genre in the sense of like, oh, that's the house, we must avoid it. But then, do you know the theory we said before about... um, the town being under control of MK Ultra and like the mayor obviously was aware of like certain stuff that was going on. Not that they're under the control, but I wonder if the governors of the town are aware that something went down in that house. So the lab were allowed to continue experiments because they had something to do with what went down in the house and it's uh you've allowed this so keep allowing us to do stuff, otherwise we'll expose the stuff that you allowed in your town. Could be something like that. I wouldn't put that past Brenner, to be honest. No, I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past the mayors. I wouldn't put it past like Klein and stuff. Uh, you know, to 
obviously he probably wouldn't have been a mayor when Victor Creel happened, but but obviously we know he's shady now. And if the previous people in power were were also sort of the same, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Brenner had, you know, had had that. But then, is that a red herring? Does it actually have anything to do with the lab? I think it does because on IMDb it says that Victor Creel is in Papa, but. Humour me for a second. What if it has nothing to do with the lab? And it's one of those things as well that IMDb can be edited. It can. It can. Who knows? We're assuming number one is involved in all of this. So what are number one's powers exactly? Because number one at the moment seems to be a bit of (laughs) you can do everything. But I wonder if they can. If that's literally what it is. Yeah. Like, if it literally is, because they've... If number one possessed Victor Creel, they fully took full control of his own, like, autonomy and made him do awful things. And I know that's what the Mind Flayer kind of did with Will, but not to the same extent of, like, Victor Creel being, like, out of it. Even all these years later. Yeah. And it's... one of the, I mean, do we know that he's out of it all these years later? Or is it a thing of that picked him up, let him murder... And then was like, okay, off you go then. So actually, he's fine and knowing all of this has happened. Yeah, is what's made him... Yeah. So is... Bold assumption. Because um, I, I know I said before, like with the numbers, are we reading it as 001011 and stuff like that? Or is 11 yeah. and 1? Is L like an attempt to create another version of number 1? Yeah. Something like that, because we know that, presuming that number one's powers are possession, all that kind of thing, we know, and I've latched onto dreamscapes, mindscapes, that kind of thing, but we know that Elle can do something similar. We know that when she, like, touches the wrists of people, she can see into memories. We don't know what the void is. No. And all that as well, that she can hear people in the void and control it all. It's not Victor Creel seeing what's happened. It's her seeing his memory of what happened what if it's l seeing inside his head Ooh, how's she gonna get to the only thing is how she but if get she's there? in papa if if it's in the papa episode what if she already knows if that if it's lab linked what if it's like a flashback to something oh that's like possible. special present what if it's like a what if he was there somehow he gets brought in because of what number one did. And they're just like, oh, okay, I don't know. I mean, it was a massacre. The massacre at Hawkins Lab. And then there was also a massacre in the Creel house. So I'm going to presume that Elle didn't do the massacre. I'm going to presume that uh, someone else had something to do with that. I um, wonder if it is, though. I wonder if it is connected. I wonder if that's, like, part of it. That it's all, like, or if it's not L looking into the void, what if it's another number You like, touching Victor Creel's wrist to see into the void. I do think the only numbers we're going to get are 1 and 11. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, what if it's number 1? Yeah, that's what... Yeah. And I think we all can kind of have a guess as to who we think number 1 would be, but we won't go into it too much. No, we we, we won't do that. Um, We're accidentally missing, (laughs) missing that person out of the discussion. But... Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. I mean, assumptions, they are similar in power sense. 
I've never thought about the fact that there's a massacre. There's two massacres. No. I've never thought about that. It'd be interesting, because then we said before about the Nina project and it being something for Elle and to get her in some sense. Is the Nina project going to be essentially, let's create you as number one again or something like that to get the powers up? Yeah. And then power showdown between one and eleven. Who knows? Because but this is this is what's interesting about it is because like you said about the comics, people with abilities went to the lab. But they were born with them and had been dealing with them before MK Ultra became something that was developed. Like we look at Francine, she was trying to find out lottery numbers for her dad for years before she met number three and he was like come come to the lab my mum knows this guy and he can help us and they were there and stuff but then why did like terry and alice why did why were they never numbered what Mm. constitutes being given a number because terry is also able to use the void in her way and has the nose on drugs we should say oh yeah but like why what constitutes being a number because they're still a participant within the, the studies so what constitutes that final you're a number rather than it just being like a participant what gets you that far into it at which point why how did Brennan make that that decision the other numbers were not there since birth they either voluntarily signed up or were kidnapped L obviously was kidnapped but she was the only one from a baby what if number one was similar what if number one was the same yeah that it was from birth like literally engineered to be able to do these things but then also why i know it's like mind control and i know like cold war and stuff but why is that what they want to do what is brenner's end goal what is the government's end goal what is the end goal of of MK Ultra in this situation? What are they trying to achieve with these powers? And what are they trying to achieve when it comes to the fact that they're not acknowledging that they've created literal monsters as well with the mind flare and stuff? Like, I feel like that's just not being addressed. We're just not talking about the fact that they they have a whole government scheme and we we never really completely obviously I was spying on the the Russian sort of agent and stuff but we never really know why and we never really know how this alternate dimension was created and then why the Creel house why just that part of Hawkins as well like or are we even in Hawkins I know they're all there but it could be outside yeah like it could be like a town over or something like here's something else so we're all saying this character is number one, unnamed character. Um, after just saying that clearly they were possessed in some kind of way, is this character actually number one then, or were they possessed too by working there? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because for number, Presumably is number one, and Vecna's number one. Let's go to that. For it to be in the crew house, that's in the 50s. And um, unnamed character that we won't get into. Um, it's clearly not 50. I feel like I will say, I will I will clarify just because we are obviously getting into it and people might not know who we're talking about. The name rhymes with 
Beta Pallard. Fair enough. Um, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're all Not 50. This. Not 50. No. Arguably quite young around Nancy and maybe a little bit older than Nancy and Robin. But yeah, I think in real life he's probably like 30 ish. Yeah. In his 30s, I think. But I don't know if he's supposed to be his real age in. I don't know if he's playing a character that's equal to his actual age in real life or if he's playing someone younger than him. He's definitely not playing someone older than him. Um, and I only know that because I don't look at set pictures. Of course. Um, so Vecna being our number one situation then maybe is literally a mind flayer situation where I've been saying the whole time, mind flayer, as I said, mind flayer makes itself exist. Maybe that's happened with Vecna. Maybe that's Vecna instead. Um, and so... That was in the house. It just chose that as its decision. Um, number one did an L, essentially, when this all could happen and opened the gate, but actually created the gate and created everything yeah. within it. And that that's how it's able to go by mindscapes and times. It has to latch on to something. Like the mind flow has to latch on to Will and then it had to latch on to Billy. Billy. And Vecna the same it had to latch on to victor it needed a host yeah essentially maybe it's that kind of thing and it's just and that's how it's maintained itself and maybe i don't know maybe the numbers was a good thing to stop it who know who knows do you know we've said before about like the horcrux theory yeah it part of the soul needs to be in something in order to survive yeah it could be like that. Because we do know that Chamber of Secrets is an influence for season four. Yeah. So maybe that's... Well, we've just been latching onto the wrong thing the entire and time. Chamber of Secrets is the one, obviously, it, Horcruxes are introduced, but we don't know that they're Horcruxes. But we do have Harry talking to a memory. Yeah. So that works. So maybe... Maybe that's what it all is. Because then it could be that they're talking to the memory. And that works. Yeah, it, it works. So maybe there's like... Maybe parts of the psychiatric bit aren't actually present day. Hmm. Or if they are, they are literally the diary from book yeah. series that we will not mention. So the psychiatric, <laughs> so the psychiatric hospital acts as the diary essentially from chamber of secrets yeah and so that's how you find that's how you start to find out things because if you think about what he does in the books after that he then starts to dig a bit more and starts interacting with it and then so it's yeah essentially so to go back to our poll and that kind of thing no it's kind of a it's kind of a red herring and that it's not as big a part as we think it's going to be but it is as we said the thing that sets things in motion it also possessed Ginny mm. but couldn't possess Harry no so what if like couldn't really properly possess Victor for as long Victor yeah. didn't work as a host but can possess unnamed Other. character and also Will yeah was possessed but not fully no Billy's possession completely different yeah I wonder if it is that. 
That's interesting. I've never really thought of it being like that before, but it make like that makes sense. The whole concept of like the memory and like the way that like part of someone can be preserved within an object and then like you said like the mind flare or whatever it is is it needs to be able to latch onto that maybe the house is part of that memory maybe we have to go around hawkins and destroy parts of the memories maybe the creole house needs to go maybe destroy the clock and destroy the clock destroy all of these things and then finally you've like you you killed it. Maybe it shouldn't be if the brain dies, the body dies. Maybe we need to be killing all the parts of the body in order to finally defeat the final thing. It makes sense as to why the mind flayer doesn't seem to die. It doesn't. Meanwhile, Mike, Will and Elle are having a great time roller skating. <laughs> <laughs> but like that that makes sense, you know, like if you think about Voldemort as a character, like he didn't die. No. Until every single part of him was found and destroyed. The Mind Flayer keeps living. It yeah. doesn't die. Because the Mind Flayer is part of something rather than actually now, be something. Part of it is in L because of the bite. Yeah. So will she have to die? Or will it be like... Will it be like the Harry Potter situation where she'll die, but it'll be the part of the mind flow that died as she comes back? Uh, the deus ex machina. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where, you know, they'll pull like Uno reverse card. Like with Will, for example, that he should have died, whatever. And all he's got out of it is, oh my gosh, I can feel him. Maybe <laughs> like, that's his... But the scar! He, Harry can feel Voldemort with the scar. Maybe... It's the same thing. Maybe Will isn't going to have his, a role in this. Will is not having any kind of role. His spider sense. No, but maybe his spidey sense, his Peter Tingle, is Harry's, Is like Harry's scar. But also he has absolutely no, no role in any of this anymore, let's be honest. But I don't, I don't know. It makes, it makes sense, I think. I love when we have realisations like this on the podcast. Spices it up. <laughs> I definitely, I do agree with you. I think it's a red herring, but not in the sense that we're thinking it's a red herring. I don't think it's a red herring in the sense of it's going to be nothing. I think that it's a red herring in the sense that we've been presented that it's one thing, but it's actually something completely different and setting up for something else in the long run. Hmm. How this ties into the California plot, I still have no idea. But How does sometimes- it tie into Russia? Sometimes it's just best to take it and not question it. Um, and I will, I will just say for the record on the podcast, uh, we will not be making a whole episode about Russia because I don't think I can do it. I honestly not don't. because I not even because I don't think I can do it, but because I literally do not know how I would talk for at least 45 minutes about what's going to happen in Russia because there are no thoughts. I have zero thoughts about Russia. Send us your thoughts on Russia and we'll reply. Please. And like, maybe, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll be able to have enough content to do a bonus episode on Russia. There we go. I think that's brought us, brought us nicely to the end of that. Send us any more of your thoughts. Really want to know people's thoughts on this one. Yeah. We really like reading them and that kind of thing. Just... 
send us messages on Instagram and the, and the above. We love Instagram, as we said. We do love some Instagram. So you can find us, though, as a reminder, on a few places. And those places are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible.com at Hawkins Do You Copy. And then on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Hawkins Podcast, and YouTube and Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy, or on HawkinsDoYouCopy.com. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Hawkins Do You Copy podcast, and we will see you next week. Over and out.